Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. If it hurts and you let it hurt, you're healing. If it hurts and you let it hurt, you're healing. Breakups suck. Or so we've been conditioned to think so. How many times do we think, oh my gosh, I think he's going to break up with me. I'm going to throw a party. Wine for everybody. This is a celebration. Not very often, at least not in my life. And if it's happened in your life, I'd love to know all about it. Looking for future guests on the podcast. So just let me know. And maybe some of you clicked on this episode because you're like, oh my gosh, Is Shauna and her boyfriend breaking up? I need to know the details because, you know, the most downloaded episodes on my podcast are the ones about my personal life, which I love. You guys are invested. A lot of you know me personally, and some of you just know me through social media, but feel like you have this relationship with me, which is why I love this platform, which is why it's eight o'clock at night and I just had a long, long day of classes and I still sit down and talk to you guys. So perfecting your breakup, is there such thing? Well, there is a great book called Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. And let's just say I read it a long time ago. I, I Not a long time ago. I read it before I met my current boyfriend, right? And it taught me a lot about myself. More or less, like you have to have a purpose and you have to be fulfilled in everything that you do. Not everything, but like most of what you do before you meet somebody that's really compatible, right? Not somebody to complete you, somebody who's compatible, So I got to thinking how often we avoid pain. We stay in relationships for a long time, even if they don't serve us, right? And I'm like, why do we do that? And it's because our brain, our brains are very, very smart and they seek oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone, right? It decreases feelings of anxiety and fear. And it just like floods our body with like, I feel good. You know, that first love, you know, that first like, oh my God, the butterfly feeling, you know that, right? Well, I don't think we exactly get that when we're going through a breakup or things just aren't going right. They don't feel right. And this could be you doing the breaking up or you being broken up with. Regardless, research shows that areas are activated in the brain when we're in love. The same areas that are activated in a cocaine addiction. I don't know if you've ever been addicted to cocaine. I haven't. I don't know anything about it, to be honest with you. But I know for a fact through, you know, through the grapevine, that it's not an easy addiction to break. So the way your brain experiences a breakup is like the misery of a detox. And maybe it's a detox from, maybe you have a sex addiction. Maybe you have a drug addiction. Maybe you have an alcohol addiction. Maybe you have a Netflix addiction. It doesn't have to be on one end of the spectrum or the other. An addiction is just something that you use to numb. It's your go-to. Maybe it's smoking weed. Like, I don't know what it is. But just like addicts crave a fix, we crave this other person. We have positioned them in our mind to be 
of a hierarchy that's really not true, but it happens. And so it makes a breakup hurt even more. There was a study done that showed that people people thought about their exes 85% of the time they were awake. Are you kidding me? Do you know what you could be doing with that 85%? So today, if you're feeling lost or empty or broken or hurt, and you're like, Shauna, you don't get it. You haven't been through it. Oh, I have. I have been divorced. I have been in long-term relationships. And at 33 years old, I would say I'm happily single, but I'm not anymore. I'm in a the healthiest possible relationship of my life. And that's because I've accepted perfecting a breakup. I understand that not everything works. I also know that I am complete without this person that I'm choosing to be my partner. And so it's hard in a breakup to remember that you're still complete, even though you've lost somebody, right? And sometimes we get closure and sometimes we don't. It really depends on the situation. So this is where the work you've done pays off. This is where if you're single right now or you're hurting, you need to focus on you, You need to meditate. You need to walk. You need to find what makes you happy. Build your ability to be in solitude. We're so afraid of being alone, we won't even drive with the music off. Build a relationship with yourself that's so complete that anybody else in your life is just a beautiful addition. Because when your relationship crumbles, you're not what's breaking. You are not your situation. I say this all the time. But we lack emotional control. We do shit that we shouldn't do. Everybody has a choice. They have a choice to stay. They have a choice to leave. And maybe you're staying because you don't know anything different. Maybe this is your high school sweetheart. And you're saying, well, at least I'm not alone. I'm going to call bullshit on that too. Because as much as a breakup may suck, being with somebody who doesn't fulfill you, who isn't who isn't complimenting you, who isn't helping you grow and be a better person is not your person either. So the flood of hormones takes over our thinking mind. It takes over our heart. It takes over what we know to be true. You haven't lost yourself in a breakup. You haven't. And until you remind yourself of that incessantly and show up for yourself, even when it sucks, you will relive the same day, the same breakup over and over again. I understand. I remember when my college boyfriend broke up with me. We had dated for three years. I lived in California for a travel assignment and I came home. And I know there's people that listen to this podcast that know who I'm talking about. But nine days later, he had lived in my apartment and everything. Nine days after I came home, he said, I don't love you anymore. Now I was going to follow this man to residency. I had no, I had no direction in my life. I was literally his shadow. The best thing he could have done was break up with me. It took me years to see that, years to see that he was not my person. Recovering can look different for everybody, whether if it's an addiction to something, an addiction to a relationship or a drug. Regardless, I'm not judging you, but I want to talk about how to handle breaking up. And you can use this in whatever context you may. 
So this is going to sound silly, but the first thing I want you to do is set a deadline. Get out your calendar. And you know, I'm going to focus on relationships here. And so maybe you have to have these tough conversations with this person. Maybe you've agreed to once a month recap on how your relationship is going. So the other night, Cam and I were sitting in bed and I was writing in my journal and I was like, Hey, can I ask you a couple of questions? Like, is now a good time? And he was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, how do you feel that our relationship has improved um, in the past couple of months? Like we are very communicative. I am very communicative and I've opened up that door for him to do the same with me. He's told me things that nobody knows. Nobody knows and nobody will ever know but me right? And so to be that level of vulnerable with somebody, if we were to break up, that's scary, right? So like, when do you put your walls down and when do you put them up? So if you're feeling some sort of way, you need to set a deadline. So for instance, you're really, really having trouble talking to your partner about your sex life. Okay. You are super, super horny, want him all the time, want her all the time. And she's like, not having or He's like not having it. Now you may be like, Shauna, really? Is this the big thing? It could be finances. I don't care. Use whatever scenario you, or situation you want that's going on maybe in your life. But it's a big deal. If it's a big deal to you, then it matters. Who cares what your friends say? So you try to talk to this person and I'm not saying you just like dump on them. Slowly and surely over time, you just, you know, when it bothers you, you bring it up. Tone, timing, and temperament are everything, you guys. I have a whole episode on how to talk to somebody, right? It's not nine o'clock at night when they've had a long day at work or Tuesday afternoon when they're home for 30 minutes on lunch. When I when I say set a deadline, deadline, I mean actually get your calendar out. Have one, two, three, four, five conversations with them before you're like, okay, this just isn't working for me. Why draw it out? I tell my friends all the time, I am the person that my friends call for relationship advice, for life advice. And I love that, right? To be that soundboard or to just listen. It doesn't listen, give advice, whatever that looks like. But all I know is the same advice that I give out to them is if you avoid pain today, you're going to have more pain tomorrow. Five years from now, you will be in the same spot. So putting it off doesn't benefit either of you. Because if you're not giving that relationship 100%, or maybe you are, And you feel like they can't meet you there. You know, maybe they have hormone imbalances. Maybe they've been sexually abused. Maybe there's just things you don't know about them. You can't blame them. And they can't blame you for what you don't know. But if you ask them to go to counseling or therapy, or you ask them to talk about things and they shut down and avoid it, that's on you to make the choice, whether you want to stay and be in a relationship that feels so stuck and you don't feel heard or move forward, move forward. I'm not saying throw out ultimatums. Again, have a deadline, have the conversations multiple times, give them an opportunity to speak up. And if they shut down, then just realize you are still complete without this person and you deserve somebody who's going to hear you. Also remember Going back to tone, you need to be gentle with your partner's emotions. You may have been with them for five years, 15 years, or three months. I promise you there's stuff you still don't know about them. So keep the circle of life in your mind because how you treat people, it comes back to you. So instead of ghosting somebody or cheating on them or lying to them, be honest. Be clear about your reasoning. 
I know the truth can hurt sometimes. Sometimes I've been there. Like, man, I really don't want to say this. They could run. And if they do, let them. They are not for you. You were honest. If you feel punished for being honest, that is on them, not not on you. So don't try to perfect your words. Have a deadline. Be honest. Maybe make bullet points. Literally make sure that you are level-headed and clear about what you're trying to convey to them that's bothering you or that you want to work on. Because if you're too nice or you beat around the bush, I have a friend like this, love her to death, but the way she goes about things is like this sugar-coating cherry on top, beautiful cheesecake thing. And I'm like, bitch, do you think he really got the, the drift? <laughs> she's laughs and she's like, no, you're right. So there's, a, and then I have another friend who's like, she is to the freaking point. Like there is no cherry on top. Like you're getting, you're getting the crumbs of the cheesecake. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw out the word banana bread. And if you know that word, then you know who exactly I'm talking about. And if she listens to this episode, she will laugh because she, you, she, that's how she is. She will tell you that. So keep your partner's emotions and feelings in mind because we're all human, regardless of what kind of walls we've built. But be careful about being too nice and be careful about attacking somebody's personality. You have to accept that what you say probably won't go over well, but you can shape the conversation, okay? Maybe you love their personality and respect their values and you want to help them towards their goals, but articulate where you're different and where you feel like you're lacking, like where you feel empty in the relationship. Like the vague thing of like, you don't make me happy anymore. Or I don't like this about you. That's nitpicking. That's like, look at the whole picture. Also, you guys look in the freaking mirror. Don't you dare do any of this over text message. Don't you dare do any of this over a phone call. Face-to-face only, eye contact. Your words are one thing. Their response is another. Control the controllables. You cannot control how they're going to respond. Now, you may have had this beautiful relationship for one, two, three, five years. I don't know. And things just change, right? People grow. People change. So when I say perfecting a breakup, I'm here using air quotes because that looks different for everybody. Have the conversation. Communicate your needs to them. Don't beat a dead horse. I do not want you to have the same conversation 15 times. Once you've had the conversation, make a clean break. Because by the time you have that deadline, you've already had multiple conversations leading up to it. This is where you have to draw the line in the sand because if you don't, three years from now, you will still be where you're at with this person. So regardless of who initiated the breakup, shift your life away from each other. That includes not following them on social media. That includes no more good morning text messages. I'm not saying you have to act like they died, but you do need to avoid the little things like, oh, I'm thinking of you. I did this before. It sucks. It was like I wanted him in my back pocket, yet I was the one that broke up with him. We've all done it. I know one of you is shaking your head. You're like, oh shit, I've done that. I'm doing that right now, right? I don't know what you're doing. So don't engage in phone calls or messages. Don't try to go to his favorite places, restaurants, bars, whatever the case may be. You know where he's going to be. You know him or her. 
And there are plenty of people who do stay friends with their exes, but I still think that's complicated. You know, I have, I have friends that have been with like friends of their friend or with their friend for a long time and then they end up hooking up and being together and then it doesn't work out. And that's hard too. So take a long break, a year, maybe two, date other people. The less contact you have with them, the quicker that hole in your heart is going to close up. Because truly, you guys, a breakup, no matter what, can be a breakthrough. And like I said, if it hurts and you let it hurt, you're healing. But you cannot drag it on. You know, with when you're a kid and you fall and you scrape your knee and your parents are like, ah, it's okay, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then there's other parents that are like, oh my gosh, do you want to go to the doctors? Like The babying, right? You got to find the happy medium. You got to love and, and care to a certain degree. There is a spectrum with everything. Same thing with breaking up. So once it's over, it's over. And you need to be okay with that because whether you made that decision or not, it's, it's never going to be the same again. Whether there was infidelity, whether there was, you know, financial things, whether there was, you know, no, no sex, like, I don't know what that looks like for you, but however they respond or react is on them. That's a consequence of what you said to them and how you said it. And also what they've been through. So realize it's never anybody else's job to make you happy. That's your job. That's an inside job. Take responsibility for it. Because if you're dealing with anxiety and depression or being a single parent and you are up in your fields looking for somebody to save you, you will end up more unhappy with the wrong person because you have no idea, no idea how to make your own self happy. So in the interim of being single, or healing, it's important to reflect, and this is hard to do. Resist the urge to tell the other person what is wrong with them from your point of view, and instead reflect on you. Reflect on what you need. Reflect on how you contribute to a relationship. All the things. Maybe you want revenge because they really, really went behind your back and did something malicious. But realize, like I said, life is a circle. (laughs) The world is round. It will come back to you. Everyone receives an equal and opposite reaction to their actions. So realize actions always have consequences. But closure is something you have to give yourself. Leave payback for the universe. I promise you it comes to them. I promise you. Instead of asking the questions, why didn't you love me the way I needed you to love me? Why didn't you listen to me when I said that I needed to have more sex with you and now I went out and cheated on you? Instead of doing all of that, look in the mirror. Be powerful in your silence. It is not easy, you guys. I am speaking from experience. If Cam came up to me tomorrow and told me that he didn't want to be with me anymore, I would cry. I would be very upset. I would feel 
all the things that I felt in the past when I've been broken up with. But I also know that I would handle it very, very differently because he compliments me. He does not complete me. And I am the same for him, which is why our relationship is next level healthy. Because here's the thing, heartbreak creates a dramatic emotional pain. And our mind tells us that we have to be equally as dramatic in our reaction. It's a conspiracy. But we usually follow through with it. And then you know what? We usually regret it. And so if you have the deadline and you're the one doing the breakup, I love this for you. You know, I'm not saying, like I said, you got to go out and have a big party. I'm not saying you have to post all over social media because gosh, if you're hang- if you're airing out your dirty laundry, I don't love this for you. We all have a story about why things didn't work out. And that story is created in our own minds. But you need to give yourself closure. And you need to give yourself internal happiness. And that comes from you. Instead of accepting less than you deserve in a form of security and clinging to familiar pain, feel the feelings, get uncomfortable because if it hurts and you let it hurt, you're healing. So set the deadline, manage your emotions, be level-headed, tone, timing, temperament, All those things matter and go forward by faith because there is life after the letdown and it's more beautiful than ever before. It has something to teach you right now. How many times have you been through a breakup and in the moment it feels like a shit storm, but you have eventually seen why it happened for you. Don't close. Don't shut down. Don't put the wall up. Breathe into how uncomfortable this is or was. Open up now more than ever. Because you never know what battles people are fighting. You have to be kind. You have to come in with an open heart and an open mind and realize that if you keep repeating old patterns like most humans do, you will get the same results. So if you've always shut down, realize you will stay in this in this bubble for a long time and you won't let the right person in because you're not ready. So every day we have choices to choose love, to choose not to give up on somebody, to choose to just be a better person. But remember, we don't all choose the same thing. So don't Punish somebody for choosing something different than you. It's not worth living a life full of resentment. I challenge you to live a life full of resilience and trust the timing of your life. So listen, some things break your heart, but fix your vision. And if it hurts and you let it hurt, you're healing. I love this for you. I promise everything will be okay as soon as you're okay with everything. I love you so much. I'm here for you. You're never alone. Please be kind. Give back. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.